to episode three of Elsie's Yoga Class Live and Unplugged. This time recorded at Bala Yoga. It's a level one, two class and it runs about an hour and 15 minutes. And that, uh, does not include my talking, my intro and the little meditation at the beginning. We also have um, warm-up poses, sun salutations, a few standing poses. We have the first time, for the first time on Elsie's live class, an upside-down pose. We have an inversion, L pose at the wall, upside-down. So I'm interested to see how that works out for those of you who haven't done that before. Also, we also have a deeper back bend this time. We had Urdhva Dhanurasana over towards the end of the class, which is not necessary for you guys to do if you don't know what it is. And I do suggest very clearly that some of you possibly uh, look over some books, uh, look at what these poses look like. I'm hoping to post some of these poses up online for you all, so those of you who don't know what the poses look like can actually see them on different bodies. And also I suggest to um, do some reading about the classes and also maybe attend a live class on your own so you feel for those of you who haven't gone to classes before to check them out check them out and see what it's like uh, so that you can look around and that way you have a better understanding when you come back to the mat uh, I hope you enjoy and please I would love to get any kind of feedback from you especially those of you who are just following it along see if it's working see how you enjoy it and any kind of comments would be really deeply appreciated. You can email me at lilitalinda.lee at gmail.com. That's L-I-L-I-T-A-L-I-N-D-A dot Lee at gmail.com. And my website is www.elsiesyogacoola.com. And Elsie's Yoga Kula is E-L-S-I-E-S-Y-O-G-A-K-U-L-A. I look so forward to hearing from you guys. Have a wonderful time in class. Here we go. project, right, where I'm putting my classes online. And um, I really, really, really want feedback. And it's one of those things that I, I want because I'm not doing this for myself, really. I mean, I mean, to some degree it is because it's because it's more of me, kind of like not, it's like it's more of an expression of myself in a way that I want to give. But it's no good if you can't, like, create community and actually see how it it it. It empowers people and it allows um, us to continue our practice. And that's really what I want. So I, I have been very active in terms of like, please give me feedback. I need to have feedback. And I had one of my students who gave me really great feedback. Um, I'm going to give kudos to Janet for keeping going for me. She took the time to write me this email that was like long with all kinds of information which was so precise. And what I loved about it is the fact that she was so full of um, joy for it. She was so um, wanting the success. She was so, like, lifting you up and encouraging. 
And as she encouraged, she was able to draw into the places that we can shine more, right? And that's the best way to empower somebody. So even when you guys are here, it's like the first thing that you do really is when I tell you, let's say, my God, that's really great. When I say, Trish, that's really good. To some degree, you feel like, oh, that's good. But if I say, Trish, you're doing so great with your fingers. When you get specific, the energy rises. As opposed to, well, that was great. Because then you're like, oh, thanks. <laughs> that was cool. I mean, it feels, but what was like, what, like, <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. So then you become a little more. So these little principles of um, efficiency and efficacy and economy in yoga practice carry towards other things. These were the things that we were taught as teachers. Like, what is specific? You've got you to gotta be clear and precise. And Janet was such a gift to me because she reminded me that. That this isn't like a, it's not a physical practice for them. It's not something they can see and go like, oh, that guy has it. Okay. No, it's an audio. It's something that is deeper than that. It's something that you have to move into yourself and trust in the sound to make your body do shapes that you may have never done before. And so it just becomes a way to experience something more and to trust in it. And I'm so thankful for that because it's going to guide the teaching to shine more, I think. Take a nice seat, please, and close your eyes. And allow yourself to turn to your breath, please. What I love about this practice is we can get so much deeper just by taking a moment, really, to just feel, to turn to your breath in a way that's going to create more sensitivity, more brightness, a deeper connection to yourself. And the only way that you move into this place is by your choice, which is so amazing because you don't have to choose to move deeper. You can choose not to. And yet, it's ever more full to just step into everything that you are. Please bring your hands to your heart. Efficacy is really about results. Did it work or did it not work? And how well did it work for you? Economy is the least amount of effort for the greatest result. It's so easy to do more than is needed, sometimes to say more than is needed. May we use just enough, which is the third one, exigency. Under the circumstances, what is the most resourceful solution? What is needed? So through these little meditations, may we stay steady through our practice by chanting Om together three times. Take a deep inhale.
into the sweetness of everything that you are. Bow your head. Release your hands. Lift your head fully, please, and open your eyes. Everyone, come onto your hands and your knees, onto all fours. And even here at the beginning, just allow yourself, first and foremost, to set your foundation. And your foundation would be your limbs, really, the way that you place your hands. So even as you're placing your hands in towards the mat, maybe you've done this a hundred times, maybe once. Spread your fingers a lot. That includes the index finger and the middle finger away from each other. Keep the creases of your wrist, everyone, more parallel to the top of your mat. And even allow your hands to be right underneath your shoulders. So I would say for some of you, you might even have to widen your hands a little wider than you think so. So that the outer deltoid, everyone, that would be the outside of your shoulder, intersects the center of your wrist. So that's a little bit wider. Press the inner corners of your hands down towards the floor. Take a moment here and just use your breath. Just soften once again. It's kind of letting go of the day and just getting ready to enjoy the ride. And as you exhale, melt the upper back right in between your shoulder blades down towards the floor. Beautiful. Tuck your toes under, everyone. Keep the hands pressing down to the earth as you press back into downward-facing dog. Yeah. So then now your shape becomes more like a pyramid, everyone. Miss Kathleen is in the house. (laughs) Keep pressing more through the inner corners of the hands. And even here, the inner corners of your feet at first. And as best as your body can, can you begin to reach your thighs in, back, and apart, up towards the sky? So actually, your groins become farther and more spacious towards the sky. Good. You can even widen your feet a little bit apart here and begin to reach your heels ever more fully towards the ground. So much so that the toes become a little bit lighter. Feel your breath just here for a second and notice if it has shifted in any way and can you encourage it once again to deepen in a way that is the best of yourself. One more breath, everyone, as you reach back through the inner feet. Beautiful job. Now from here, step your feet close towards each other, absolutely close towards each other, even touching. Press both hands strongly down towards the floor. And with your next inhalation, everyone, lift your right leg up and away from the earth. Reach it up towards the sky and even here, spread your back toes. And just notice how when you start to make your toes get very enthusiastic about this whole thing, (laughs) the whole leg all of a sudden goes, yay, I'm participating more fully. I like that. Now keep that. As you exhale, bend the right leg all the way in towards your chest and step it forward to the top of your mat. So stepping it all the way forward into a big, nice, straight-legged lunge. So you might even here either bring your back knee down and scoot your right foot a little farther forward if your knee is not right over your ankle. Or you can even step your left foot a little farther back so that you create a 90-degree angle with that front foot. Exactly. Take a moment to just settle into your shape. Come up onto your fingertips right alongside that ankle, everyone. That just gives you a little bit more sensitivity. And just with a fullness, really, draw into the middle. Economize even here. How much is needed to create the action? Extend your chest forward even more. Fill the back of your waist so every part of your body is 100% committed. Even the gaze, even your eyes, you're ready, you're steady and full. 
Great. Now press down through the feet and begin to stretch your right leg a little bit straighter, everyone. And I'd like to encourage you to keep your pelvis squared. So the right outer hip draws back towards the back wall and the left outer hip widens even more towards the left. So the pelvis is actually facing straight towards the front more. Try this little action for a second. Lift your toes, your right toes, up away from the floor. And just your toes, not the balls of your feet, but the toes only. And notice how the leg becomes a little bit more charged when you do that. As you exhale, bend the right leg 90 degrees again and step all the way back to downward facing dog, everyone. Press the hands down to the earth and push back. Now take a moment to notice the difference maybe in your legs, in your breath, The first step is really just feeling. You feel to align. You find the depths. Step your feet a little closer towards each other, everyone. Now lift your left leg up and away from the floor. Reach it up towards the sky. Now notice when you lift your left leg up, you become asymmetrical because there's something a little off there if I were to cut you right smack to center. So what you do is you have to hold steadier towards the midline. It forces you to hold stronger. So your arms equally press down. Your left, your right foot presses deeper down towards the floor. Now bend your left leg all the way in towards your chest and step it forward all to the top of your mat. Now pause once again. Take a moment to check your body out and make it luxurious. You actually refine things. You become more efficient and more clear in the way that you place your body, more precise. Fingertips, everyone, up onto your fingertips, right alongside that left ankle. So even here in this straight leg lunge, you deepen the breath to create more steadiness in your legs by pressing your feet down to the earth and scissoring the legs isometrically towards the midline as if you are actually trying to bunch the mat right in between your legs. Reach your heart forward more and extend the chest. Beautiful. Now begin to stretch your left leg a little bit straighter, everyone. Press the left inner foot down to the earth and draw the left hip back in space. Good. With your next inhale, lift your right thigh higher up away from the earth. And that doesn't mean your foot comes off. It just becomes lighter. Keeping that, stretch your chest forward. Great job. Now keep the length of the chest. Now bend deep into the left knee once again. Great job. Without moving much of anything else, place your hands flat down to the earth and let's step back to plank position, top of a push-up, so that even when you step back into plank, where your arms are straight and your legs are straight, your whole body is straight, the level is still low. Claw the finger pads and even lift your hips higher up away from the floor, everyone. Feel the back of your waist and even lift your chin up a little bit. Gaze slightly forward. As you exhale, only come three inches down to the floor. So I want you to bend your elbows a little bit. Now press all the way back up, everyone. Downward facing dog. Breathe and stretch back. So when I'm talking about that efficiency aspect of it, think about the kind of energy that is needed. Did it work? Did it not work? Was it enough? And what is the most resourceful solution? Oh my goodness. Inhale into plank position. We're going to do that once again. So remember what three inches is. Three inches is not a foot. Three inches is only a little bit. Claw the finger pads and feel the back of the weight. So feel the breath. What is the use of the breath here? As you exhale, only three inches down to the floor. So you become more efficient, more precise. Take your shoulders away from the earth. 
Good. Press all the way back up. That's it. Nice job, Kathleen. Downward facing dog. Press back and breathe. Soft through the breath. The jaw, even here, loosens. At the end of your next exhalation, either playfully jump forward or step all the way to the top of your mat. Now, once you step forward, widen your feet so that they're more hip-width apart and your feet are parallel. And that would be parallel feet is your second toe in line with the center of your ankle, everyone. Great. Beautiful job. Now, keeping that action, I begin now as if you were drawing on control top pantyhose from your feet all the way up in towards your hips. You feel as if those legs now are now drawing in, as if you're now supported from every direction. Lift your toes up away from the earth. Beautiful. Keeping the legs that steady, inhale, reach your chest forward and lengthen your heart. As you exhale, fold back in so you keep the legs that steady and strong. Two more times, everyone. Inhale, reach your chest and lengthen your heart forward. And exhale, fold back in so you keep the legs that strong. One more. Inhale, lengthen. And exhale, bow. Great. Now press down through the feet, everyone. Rise up. Touch the sky. Lift your arms up over the head and stretch up through the fingertips. Now bring your hands straight to your heart center. Now when you bring them towards your heart, grow taller out through the crown of your head. Let's continue just moving with the arms, everyone. Inhale. Reach your arms. Circle them around you to lift up towards the sky. As you exhale, just release the arms out to the sides. Only you're not bowing. Just the arms release down. Good. Inhale. Lift your arms up once again. Open up. Circle the arms as you reach up. As you exhale, just the arms come out to the sides, releasing down. Good. Stay steady and strong with the legs. Inhale. Lift it up. Open. Exhale. Just the arms circle out to the sides. Follow your breath. Follow the breath. Last time. Inhale. Lift it up. Stretch out through the fingertips. Curl the upper back even here. Now exhale. Fold fully and now you can touch the earth. Beautiful. Keep the legs steady. Inhale. Reach your chest straight forward. And exhale. Fold back into yourself, guys. Press your feet down to root. And inhale. Rise up. Hands straight to your heart. Inhale, lift up, open up. Just roll the arms up. Exhale, fold fully, please, and touch the earth. Reach your heart straight forward, everyone. And fold deeply to yourself. Step back to plank pose, top of a push-up. Arms strong, heart soft. So even here, make sure once again, creases of the wrist parallel to the top of the mat. You can even turn the fingertips out to the sides a little bit. Good. Lift the back of the waist. Slowly bend your elbows. Come all the way down onto your bellies. Lead with the heart, not your chin, everyone. All ten toenails now click down to the floor. And now pause. Make sure your feet are pointed. Spread the fingers a lot. Even the fingertips face out a little bit to the sides. Take your shoulders up and away from the earth. Now, keeping that, press your feet down and curl your chest forward and up. But as the heart moves forward, the head of the arm bones, the fronts of the shoulders move back. The bottom tips of your shoulder blades draw in and up. Beautiful job. Downward facing dog, please. Press back behind you. Nice use of your breath, everyone. Soft through the jaw. 
remembering the center first. Inner corners of the hands press and the arms become ever more beautifully straight and strong. At the end of your next exhalation, once again, playfully jump or step forward, everyone, to the top of your mat. Inhale, lengthen. Exhale and fold. Press down to rise up. Lift your chest up. Open up through the heart. Bring your hands straight to your heart center. Let's continue with another salutation. Inhale, open up. Exhale, fold fully. Circle the arms out to the sides and bow to the earth. Inhale, uncurl your chest forward like a summer swing. It reaches to the front. As you exhale, step back to plank, please. Top of a push-up. Spreading the fingers a lot. Inner corners of the hands press down to the earth. Claw the finger pads. Lift the sides of the neck up, everyone. And slowly from the center of the heart, come down to the earth. Chaturanga Dandasana. Keep leading with the heart. Curl into your back bend, everyone. Cobra or upward facing dog. But even as you start to move towards straightening your arms, your shoulders still move back and the heart extends forward. Tops of the feet down, everyone. Tops of the feet down. Click the toenails down to the earth. Downward facing dog. Press back. Beautiful. (sighs) Breathing and stretching. Listen to the heartbeat. Think about the concept of the least amount of effort for the greatest amount of result in your practice. The biggest guide to that is your breath. And every choice that you make, you make it 100%, whether you are engaged in the pose or whether you completely disengage out of the pose. It's a 100% choice. Please step your right foot forward to the top of your mat. Once again, make sure that your knee is right over your ankle. And once again, press your thighs really strong in towards the middle. So you squeeze the legs isometrically in. Now from here, your back heel, everyone, is lifted. Mm-hmm. And even the fourth and the fifth toes, the pinky side of the toe is widening and spreading to hold your shin steady to the middle. Everyone, come to the top of your right thigh and pause right there. Beautiful. So even here, encourage your breath to help you stay more steady. So press your feet down to the earth and scissor the legs in towards the middle so you create more muscular energy as if you're about to run really quickly. Even though the legs are that steady now, begin to breathe deeper up into your chest. Release the arms out to the sides only. Let the the hands hang. Let them hang alongside your body. With your next inhale, lift your chest a little more. Take your shoulders back. Beautiful job. So you keep the heart lifted. Everyone, bend one inch deeper into your front thigh. Now from the heart, take your arms straight up towards the sky for the full stretch of the pose. So every breath creates more stability here. Every exhalation creates more freedom. So from the hips, extend out through the legs, out through the torso, even out through the fingernails up towards the sky. Big stretch. Beautiful. Hands down to the floor, please. Pause here. And then with your inhale, go back into plank pose, top of a push-up. Now, even moving into plank, even when you get tired, bring your knees down to the floor so that you can keep the connection of the heart that's a lot more important than muscling through the poses. So from the heart, everyone, bend your elbows. Come all the way down onto your bellies, and you can bring your knees down to keep your shoulders back easier. Good. Tops of the feet down to the earth, shoulders back, heart forward and up, everyone. Forward and up. Shoulders back, heart forward. Nice job with the shoulders, Trish. Downward facing dog as you press back. Breathe and stretch. You've got mighty toes, Miss Alexandra. 
Woohoo! Left foot forward, everyone. Press down even here, staying steady through your foundation. Your left foot presses down to the earth, the right foot presses down. And then they try to meet each other, but they can't. It's as if, <laughs> it's as if they have a, they have a long lost love with each other. <laughs> Keeping that connection though, that <laughs> the Starcrest lovers long for each other <laughs> as you come to the top of your left side. <laughs> Keeping that connection, now begin to lift up through your chest and you can release your arms out to the side. Just let them hang right alongside your chest. With every inhale, the power of your breath actually encourages your chest to rise more. Now actively take your shoulders back, curl the bottom tips of your shoulder blades in and up so your chest rises up more. Now from the inner body, raise your arms up towards the sky to stretch ever more fully. That's it. Now check out your left knee, everyone, as you widen the left knee towards the pinky side of the toe more. Bend one inch deeper into your front thigh and stretch up through your chest. One more breath. Beautiful. Hands down to the floor. Wow. Step back to plank pose, please. Top of a push-up. So once again, even here, think about it. Under the circumstances, your circumstances, what is the choice that is best for you? Maybe it requires your knees coming down to the floor. That's very adept for you. Lift your chin up, head up. Chaturanga Dandasana, please. Shoulders back. That's it. Curl it up. Shoulders back. Heart forward, everyone. Chest forward and up through the front. Beautiful. Downward facing dog. I wish I had a camera to take pictures of you guys. You guys are awesome. Breathing and stretching back. Great job. Soft through the jaw, soft through your face, everyone. Press back through the earth with your feet. Please step your right foot forward and your back heel flat. You're going to come into Parsvakanasana, side angle pose. Come to the top of your left thigh, your right thigh, sorry, and bring your opposite hand right to your hip. So your forearm is on the top of your right thigh and the opposite hand onto your hip. Kathleen, widen your stance. Jennifer, widen your stance a little bit more. Good. Make sure, everyone, your back heel is down to the earth. And even there, it's a little bit of an angle, everyone. So even there, just put it on a little bit of an angle so the outside of the foot, the pinky side of the foot, is most parallel to the back of the mat. Good. Now, once again, power up your legs. Draw power to the middle here. Keeping that. Now, scoop your tailbone down to the earth. Turn your belly, your lungs, your heart up, and take your left arm over your ear towards the front of the room. Over your ear towards the front of the room. Stretch the fingers. So the fingers are actually thinking here, connected to your heart, everyone. Breathing. Everyone, please, one inch deeper into your front thigh. Bend. And when use your left arm to press the knee towards the pinky side of the toe more, turn up towards the sky to stretch up. One more big breath. Downward facing dog, everyone. Beautiful. Watch your knee when you're coming up like that. You did good with the whole pose. Just watch your knee so that it doesn't come towards that side, but towards your pinky side of your toe. Because that way we can keep it safe. and You can run faster than ever. Left foot forward to the top of your mat. <laughs> Back heel down to the earth. Bring your forearm to the top of the left thigh. Right hand to your right hip, please. Good. Now power up your legs. So even there, you become specific. The more you get specific, the more you actually make the shakti, that 
that brightness, that creative power of yourself get ever more bright. So check out your foot. Make sure your knee's towards, moving towards the pinky side of the toe here. Lift your left toes up. Charge your legs up. Now keep that. Begin to scoop your tailbone down and turn up towards the sky more. So even turn the right shoulder back. Keep the heart open. Now take your left arm over your ear towards the front of the room. Exactly. So notice what happens to the left knee here. Widen it towards the left more. Press it with your left arm. Yet as you do that, from the tailbone, keep scooping down and turn up towards the sky more. Stretch your arm straighter, right arm straighter. Good job. Hands down to the floor, please, everyone. Step back, plank position, top of a push-up. Claw the finger pads and slowly from the center of the heart, Chitarangarindasana, guys. Come down to the floor. That's it, Trish. Great job with your shoulders. Press the tops of the feet down, curl. Forward and up through your chest. Sides of the neck back, tips of the ears back. Downward facing dog, please. Press back. Breathing and stretching back. Nice job, all. Hmm. Please step your right foot forward, your back heel once again flat. So you have a nice wide stance, everyone. Nice wide stance. Come into Virabhadrasana number two, that is warrior two. Your arms are out to the sides this time. Lift it up so your torso straight up. Mm-hmm. Arms straight out. In these standing poses, the front thigh is always bent 90 degrees. And as it bends 90 degrees... The knee always moves towards the pinky side of the toe. So that specific alignment creates more of a beautiful energy flow. So we try as best as I can to move into that. Now everyone, with your breath, begin to rise up through the crown of the head as you lift up. Beautiful. And everyone, lift your left arm a little bit higher. Beautiful job. And here, bend just one inch deeper into your front thigh. That's it. Soften the gaze, soften the eyes. Good. One more big breath here. And place your hands down to the floor, please. Downward facing dog. For those of you who want to move through a vinyasa, please feel free to do that. And as you do that, do it with your breath. Think about what's needed and also think about the efficiency. It's always easy to do more than it's needed. May we line up with something ever more amazing. Please step your left foot forward for Virabhadrasana number two. Good. That's it. So make your back leg really strong also. The back leg tends to let go a little bit. With every breath, let yourself find more steadiness. Think about the breath as the power. Think about especially your exhalation as a way to offer the best of yourself back out. So it's not a collapse. Extend up through the crown of the head. And everyone, widen the left knee towards the pinky side of the toe more as you curl up through your chest more. Spread your fingers. Soften the thumbs. Mm -hmm. Hands down to the floor, please. Step back. Plank pose. Everyone, top of a push-up. Slowly, back of the waist fills, Chattarangarindasana. Bend your elbows, come down to the earth. Shoulders stay away from the floor. Curl forward and up through your chest. Now, press all ten toenails down to the earth so much. Spread even the pinky side of the foot away from the earth. Try to drag the pinky side of the foot back up towards the ankles more, towards the outer ankles. Downward facing dog. 
Great job. Breathing and stretching. At the end of your next exhale, very sweetly, everyone, jump or step forward. Once again, widen your feet a little bit apart. Let your jaw get really quiet. Now step your feet as wide as your mat, and your feet are still parallel and hip-width apart. Please interlace the hands behind your back this time. Yes, just like that. So at the beginning, when you interlace the hands behind your back and you're bowing forward, the hands are a little bit more towards your sacrum, right? Towards your sacrum. That would be more towards your lower back. And then slowly we start to move them away through action. So... Take your tops of your shoulders up away from the earth and squeeze the bottom tips of your shoulder blades in as if you were doing that same cobra pose. Keeping the bottom tips of the shoulder blades moving in and up. Now begin to stretch your arms more towards the front of the room so that your hands become farther. They start to move farther away from your pelvis towards the front of the room. That's it. Now notice how far you can actually go. Pause there. Breathe into that. And see if you can expand the boundary around it. See if you can use your breath to help you find more space. It's not about pushing more than needed, but moving exactly 100% into what is possible for you today. One more breath. And slowly from here, release the hands and touch the earth. Jaw soft, face soft. Keep your legs steady, everyone. Bring your hands to your hips. Lift your shoulders back. Please press down and rise up from the back of the heart. Keep rooting down to the earth as you come up. Perfect job. How's everyone doing? You doing okay? Let's go to a wall. How's it going, Adam? I know. He's been doing... Oh, come on. He doesn't know. He doesn't understand. <laughs> All right, guys. So um, I'm going to teach today elbows at the wall, upside down. I'm going to teach that. But if you would like to try to do elbows, and then when we do variations, if you want to do handstands, you're more than welcome to try that. But I'm going to teach elbows at the wall today. Can you show for me, Miss Alexander? Please, please. Yay! So from here, let's just even just here recap a little bit. I, I've been like refinding the the joy in this pose as much as I can because it's just so exciting. And it's a little bit harder actually to do than handstand sometimes because you have to have so much more energy. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, the upside down one, dude. So come onto your hands and your knees for me, please, just starting from the beginning. And so we started in this pose at the beginning of class. The arms were really steady and strong. The hands were spread. Even here, the creases of the wrist parallel to the top of the mat. And even if you notice how she set her hands, the outer deltoid intersects more with the inner, with the center of the wrist, as opposed to bring your hands a little closer towards each other. So that that's just a little bit too close. Even from there, even just slightly farther out, it gives it a little bit better for the shoulders so that they start to open a little bit more. And even there, she can actually turn her fingertips out just slightly. And even just that little tiny thing clarifies more. So the heart softens even here, but she keeps her arms straight. Then she goes into downward-facing dog. So the sit bones move up, but the hands don't move. The head stays low. Now from here, she can start to walk up the wall. 
And that part is just trying to start to find yourself so you come into a 90-degree angle. And that's the harder part. But notice how her hands did not move. Her arms are still steady. And then her heart is moving towards the wall. Yeah. And even there, she can even find more power by scooping the tailbone a little bit. And then her heart can deepen more. Beautiful. Now, when you come down... You make the best choice you can. She keeps her arms steady. Nothing changes. And as she comes down, she keeps that. Yep. Perfect job. Thank you. So all I want you guys to start to find is the alignment of your hands, the simplicity of their hands as you start to go up and keep your arms straight and your heart soft. Let's go. If you need some help, guys, I can come help you out in any way that you... that you would like me to help you out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So think about this. Like, think about when you could actually do something like this in your house. <laughs> you could do it in all kinds of places. In your kitchen. <laughs> At the front door. Just hope nobody comes over while you're doing it. Great job, everyone doing with your hands. So even there, you start to work the actions. You're doing great. Use your booty and lift it up to the sky more. See how that helps you? That's an awesome pose. Keep reaching back through the groins, even here up towards the sky. One more breath. (laughs) Now keep the strength. Come all the way down. How did it go, you guys? That was really great. That was really, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did it go? Questions, problems? No. Right on then. Let's try another one like that. Or if you want to do handstands, please feel free to try that on your own. (laughs) So take your time. So think about that level of how much is enough for you today, right? You always ask, how much is enough? What's going to bring more lightness? What's going to mean more brightness? Keep the steadiness of the hands and use the breath. That's it. Keep softening the heart even here towards the wall more and use the power of your legs. Exactly. So you keep the strength of the arms, everyone, and the heart keeps moving towards the wall even more. That's it. Stretch your arms straighter, everyone, from the center of the heart. Extend down to the earth to push more. That's it. Great. Breathing. Kathleen, push your arms straighter. Push your arms straighter. Oh, yeah. And then once you're finished, guys, go ahead and rest a little bit. We're actually going to come back in a second. I know. Look at that. Just a little bit longer. Today, it's like, yeah. It's just, it's just tiredness. And you know what? It actually does. When you start to kick up like that, you just need to have... It's, it's the hardest thing to find the balance between your effort and your surrender. Like, how much is enough? And sometimes we overdo it as opposed to soften that's the hardest part you know it becomes like a like you get a chance to kind of figure it out all on your own every time you go up it's kind of nutty come on back (laughs) y'all not bad for the first time going upside down getting a little nutty see that that's pretty good you just think about it like 
If you start to think about the general population, like just thinking about like walking out, out, you know, out on the street and checking out, like how many, if you were to see like a group of people, like let's say about 10 of us, I think there's are in here, how many of those people that you see out there have gone upside down? And what does it mean, you know, if you think about like doing a handstand, like what it does to you, like you see yourself differently, even just walking up the wall, like what the heck is that? And you can hold yourself in a different way. That like brings you like a new perspective. It's like, oh, there's so much more. It just turns you literally upside down. That's a new way of seeing things, and that's so exciting. Come to the top of the mat. And <laughs> Let's stand on one foot to celebrate. So, <laughs> spread your left toes now, everyone. Spread your left toes, and your foot is parallel. So the second toe is in line with the center of your ankle here. Pressing down there, we're going to move into tree pose. So I want you to bring your foot up to your upper inner thigh and bring your hands to your hips, I mean to your heart. Hands to your heart. Good. Let yourself settle and stay steady. Let yourself, especially here, use your breath to become ever more grounded. And tree is one of those where you really do have to see what is exactly needed, what is enough. For when we push a little too much, it becomes a little crazier. It becomes harder, actually, to balance. Start to take your arms up to the sky, please, and spread your fingers. Have your arms parallel to each other, separated shoulder width apart, spread your fingers, and reach high up towards the sky. See how tall you can actually get. And yet you rise up by rooting down, so press the thighs down to the floor even more. Great. Very sweetly, release the hands out to the sides, and release the foot down to the floor. Perfect. On the same foot. On the same foot. You're still stepping onto your left foot. You are going to cross the right leg over. So the left, your right ankle is above the left knee. And I want you to flex your foot. Your right foot. Great. Keeping that, now bend your left leg and pause. Take the groins back so you're actually trying to widen your sit bones in, back, and apart. The groins move away from each other and start to take your chest more towards the ground. So your left leg, everyone, is bending. Possibly some of you might be able to bring your fingertips down to the floor. Now, if that's so not going to be a possibility for you today, especially if this might possibly be your first time trying to do something like this. <laughs> what you can do is you can bring the floor up towards you. And you can use the blocks if you need to, as many blocks if you can. Or even use, maybe sometimes, even going to the... <laughs> Going to the wall, that's also a great option. Just walking forward, using the wall, a wall, to help you here to widen the groins back and apart. That's also a great choice. Keep spreading your toes. Keep extending back through the sit bones behind you. And bend a little bit deeper, everyone, into the left leg. Stretch your chest forward. That's it. 
flexing those feet. Good. Breathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, I'm trying, man. It's slipping. And slowly come all the way back up. And you can't even just step this way. And you can use your hand on the wall, too. And it's the same thing because you can do it from here. Let's do the other side on the right foot. And you can use it here. And then you can start to move forward. So use the right hand on the wall for the next one. That way you can get a little bit deeper. You don't even have to bow towards the wall. Exactly. Let's step on the right foot, please. And now bring your foot to your upper inner left thigh for tree pose first. For tree pose first. So stretch your right leg straight. And place your left foot to your upper inner right thigh, everyone. Uh Uh-huh. Lift your right toes. And (laughs) keep lifting up to the sky from here as you curl up. Good job. And slowly, slowly, slowly release your arms out to the sides, everyone. You guys are doing so good. Release the foot down to the floor. Good. Let's switch sides. Let's do the other side. I mean, same side again. Sorry. I get a little spacey sometimes. Same foot, other pose. So cross the left leg over like you're making a figure four with your legs. Now, keeping that, start to bend the right leg a little bit. Take the groins back and apart so the hip bones widen back and apart behind you. And slowly start to come down onto the earth. Fingertips onto the earth as you lift and extend your chest forward towards the front. Back of the waist even here, full. Lift the sides of the neck up away from the floor. Good. Yeah. Flex your feet as much as you can here. And now reach your chest forward. That's it. Ah, so it's all in your hips there. Good. Slowly, everyone, start to rise up. Come on up. Please come to the top of your mats and let's take a squat. So you're going to widen your feet a little bit apart and turn your toes slightly out and your heels slightly in. Go ahead and bend your knees a lot. Malasana squat. So if your heels have a hard time staying down to the earth, what you can do (laughs) is reach your heels down to the floor by putting a blanket underneath your heels, everyone. If your heels have a harder time coming down to the earth, it just makes the hips a little bit more uh, comfortable, a little bit more. Lift your all your toes up away from the earth, everyone. Lift all your toes away from the earth so that you root more through the inner heels. Think about that, more through the inner heels. Beautiful. Now keep the inner heels pressing in towards the earth and begin to widen your groins apart. Even feel the skin of your inner thighs rolling down to the earth. Keep that. Now even lift your sit bones a little bit higher away from the ground and try to arch your back, meaning trying to take your groins back. Now keep that. Scoop your tailbone down and then use your arms to widen your knees away from each other. So sink the hips down to the earth. Lift your chest up. Widen the legs apart. And now extend up through the crown of the head more. Yeah. Awesome job. Stretch your legs absolutely straight and bow forward. Turn your toes in a little bit so your feet are once again parallel. And have your legs wide apart, everyone. Have your legs wide apart. Perfect job. 
Extend your chest forward and lengthen. Exhale, everyone. Fold back into yourself. Good. Now keep your right foot exactly where it is. And I want you to step your left foot way back to the back of the mat. Way back to the back of the mat. Perfect. So now you're in a once again, a big lunge. But this time your right leg is a little more to the right side of your mat. Walk your whole torso to the inside of your leg now. And now walk your left hand, everyone, your left hand, more to the left side of your mat. So you actually create more space. Now take your right hand to your right hip. Good. Lean your weight onto the left hand. And now start to turn your belly, your lungs, and your heart up towards the sky. That's it. So instead of sinking on your left hip, which is what tends to happen here, I want everyone to lift your left inner thigh higher up away from the floor. That's it. Now keep the lift of the back thigh. Scoop your tailbone down and turn the left side of your belly up towards the sky more. That's it. Now take your right arm straight up, straight up. Beautiful. Curl the left shoulder back so the left shoulder black doesn't even stay doesn't come forward but keeps curling back. One more breath. Sides of the neck back open up through your chest. Yes. Exhale. Slowly release. Place your hand down to the floor. Downward facing dog, everyone. Breathe and stretch back. Your hands once again are flat and beautiful. Your feet pressing back, widening your toes. Mm-hmm. Jaw soft, face soft. Please step your left foot forward to the top of your mat. Power up through the legs, everyone. So you're in a big, nice lunge. Come to the inside of the leg first. So this is more of a your lunge variation twist. So place the right hand down to the floor. Take your left hand to your left hip, please. Scissor the legs isometrically towards the midline, making your back leg, your right thigh in this case, stronger. Turn your belly, your lungs, and heart up. Take your left shoulder back. Turn your belly up. And now take your left arm straight up towards the sky. So with every breath, you become ever more economic in the way you move. How much effort is needed here? Think about your breath. And yet move into that 100%. And then expand out. Literally become more beautiful as you make every part of your body stretch. Good. Hands down to the floor, please. Let's all step back to plank position. Top of a push-up. Spread your fingers a lot. Shoulders over your wrists once again. Lift your chin up, head up, everyone. Chin up, head up. Chaturanga Dandasana. Bend your elbows. Lay on your bellies. Lay on your bellies. Shalambasana. Little back bend here. So spread all ten toenails down to the earth. And please interlace the hands behind your back. Take a moment here just to let yourself breathe. Part of getting deeper is letting yourself get more sensitive. In order to be more efficient, more economic, you've got to see really what's needed. You have to be allow yourself the sensitivity. So with your breath, from the inner body, become brighter. Allow the sides of your waist to expand from the top of the hips all the way up to your armpits, the back of the lungs, the back of your thighs. Keeping that now, take your shoulders up and away from the earth so that you draw it into something full. 
Keep that. Now press your feet down to the earth. Scoop your tailbone down and lift your chest forward and up with your arms interlaced behind you. So this time your hands are clearly close to your sit bones. And as you press down through the feet, your heart starts to rise higher up. The more you root down into the legs, the more your heart can lift. The more your breath softens, the more you get bigger. Slowly come all the way back down to the floor. Nice job, guys. Downward facing dog. Breathe and stretch back. Spread back through the toes and lengthen. Let's do pigeon prep. <laughs> Let's do pigeon prep. Ekapada Raja Kapatasana prep. Number one. So step your right foot forward. Now walk your right foot over to the left side of your mat so you come to the outside of your right shin. Good. And then you karate chop the earth with your right foot a little bit. Now, for this especially, please tuck your back toes under so that your heel is lifted up and your back knee is down to the earth. Walk your hands back so they line up more with your hips, everyone. Lift up through your chest. Good. Now pause. Press down through your feet and even your legs into the earth and try to squeeze them into the middle. Literally, isometrically, try to squeeze your legs in. So much so that if I were to tell you to lift your arms up, you actually could draw yourself up and keep steady. Now, just like you did when you were doing that crescent pose, that lunge with your arms way up towards the sky, begin to breathe deeper up into your chest. Curl your heart up and back. Bottom tips of your shoulder blades draw in and even lift the lower belly away from the top of the right thigh more. Keep moving up and back. One more breath. Keep the lift of your legs and slowly come all the way back down onto your forearms, everyone. So you keep the legs in the same exact position. Pressing the pinky sides of the foot down towards the floor. Mm-hmm. And scissoring in towards the center. Breathing and stretching. From the top of the hips all the way up to the armpits, everyone. Your side waist. Think about the area all around you, through your ribs, through the back of your waist. It actually lengthens forward. And yet, as the heart lengthens forward, from the tailbone, everyone, your legs become longer. So you actually press from the tailbone out through both of your leg bones, and your hips come closer down to the floor. That's it, Trish. You're doing great. Now notice, and you're doing awesome with that right hip as it widens forward. Now as much as you take that right hip forward, draw the left outer hip even more towards the left. Yeah, and so you take little, you kind of like go back and forth. You widen to the left. You scoop the right tailbone, you widen to the left, and you start to find more even expression through both of your hips. It's like a nice playtime. <laughs> Isn't it, Jennifer? Because I know you like to play like this all the time. Just get in this crazy pose, just because it's fun. <laughs> Downward facing dog, please reach back. Let's do the other side, please. Left foot forward. 
Once you have your left foot forward here, start to walk your left foot over to the right a little bit. And your right shin, your left shin, everyone, the front foot, the left shin, either comes more parallel to the top of your mat if you're a little bit more open, or it becomes a little more at the angle of the front thigh, of the front shin, I'm sorry, the front shin is a little more, a little less. Not 90 degrees so much, but a little less so that the foot comes more towards your hips if your hips need a little bit more room. Keeping the back knee down, walk your hands back towards your hips. Now, actively press either the pinky side of the left foot down to the earth or the top of your left foot down to the floor so you really stabilize the leg. Scissor the legs isometrically towards the midline so that your hips even here rise up away from the earth a little bit. Keep lifting up through the chest. Breathe up to the sky even more. Now, as you exhale from the tailbone, everyone, extend your legs longer so that the hips come closer towards the ground. That's it, Alexandra. Good job. Keep lifting up through your chest. Slowly, please, come onto your forearms. Oh, nice, beautiful breath. In this one, for the least amount of effort, for the greatest amount of of, uh, results, it becomes a little more challenging as we tend to collapse a little bit more. But it actually requires a little bit more effort to continue the engagement, even though you're still releasing, even though you start to let go. So the economy of the pose itself takes you really to your boundary. And as you move into the boundary, it begins to expand. The hips blossom a little more. There's more widening, more opening. Downward facing dog, everyone. Press back through your thighs. Reach back through the inner feet and even use your toes here ever more enthusiastically. For as the feet begin to wake, so do the rest of the legs and your awareness through the rest of your body. Even the sit bones rise up towards the sky more to stretch. Good. Let's go ahead and do a thigh stretch, everyone. Shift your weight forward. Lay on your bellies for Ardha Bekasana, half frog pose. Prop yourself up onto your left forearm, everyone. And then bend your right leg and hold your right foot with your right hand. Now, when you reach back, our tendency is to turn the hand down and hold the outside of your right foot. So I want you to turn the palm of the hand up and then hold the inside of your foot so that your thumb part of the hand and the elbow, the eye of the elbow, are facing more up. Good.
Now keep that action. Now we start to press the legs down. The left foot down, the top of the right knee down to the earth. Now notice that starts to widen the sacrum and even widens it apart a little bit, even lifts the groins up away from the earth. Keeping that action into that space you just created, now scoop your tailbone down and extend out through the legs. Now lift your belly up and even your chest up and forward a little bit. Now as you do that, you begin to bring the right foot a little closer to the outer right hip by bending the right elbow a little bit more. Good. Curl the bottom tip of the right shoulder blade in and up. And even everyone, turn your belly button a little bit more towards the left. A little bit more towards the left. And that doesn't say you look over your left shoulder. You're looking straight ahead. Just your belly moves towards the left. Yeah, that's it. And slowly, please, release. Great job. Oh. Let's do the other side, please. Prop yourself up onto your right form. Bend your left leg, please. Hold your left foot with your left hand. Spread your toes. Great. Top of the right foot down to the earth and start to curl your chest forward and up. Mm-hmm. Scoop the tailbone down to the earth. Beautiful. Keep the top of the right foot down to the earth as you start to bring the left hand a little bit closer towards the outer left hip by actually pushing the foot down to the earth. Beautiful. Keep lifting up through your chest. Lift your head up, chin up. Keep the energy of the tailbone, everyone, moving back towards your feet. So that takes it out of your lower back. And even the belly rises away from the top of the floor a little bit. Extend your chest forward and up. Beautiful. Release. Downward facing dog. Great job. <laughs> yeah. I like it when all of a sudden we get all kinds of animal sounds happening. <laughs> we got horses, we have kittens, we have dogs. <laughs> At the end of your next exhale, jump or step forward. Inhale and lengthen. <laughs> and bow, please. Bend your knees a lot and everyone lay on your backs. Lay on your backs. Good. Oh my goodness, on the backs, how exciting. So please bend your legs so that the soles of the feet are on the ground. We're all going to start together here with uh, bridge pose. And then possibly move into Urdhva Dhanurasana if you want a little bit of a deeper back bend. Now, Urdhva Dhanurasana is a big arm, like a back bend with arms straight and legs straight. So you make a whole arch with your back. So if some of you don't want to do that today, that's a deeper, much deeper back bend. You don't have to do that. It's part of the economy, part of the efficiency, part of your ability to move in to see what is enough, right? So make sure first that your feet are parallel and hip-width apart. That's the first step. Second toe in line with the center of your ankle. Even here, Kathleen, you can walk your feet just a little bit closer towards each other. Perfect. Good. Bend your arms at the elbows right alongside your torso so that your front part of your arm, right, the top part of your arm, is more parallel to your torso. Yeah? Now spread your fingers. <laughs> 
Press the back of the triceps and even the elbows down to the earth so that you can curl up through your chest more. So the shoulders move back, even the head of the arm bones move back. Press the back of the head even here down towards the ground a little bit. Keep that. Press your feet down and lift your hips up. Good. Nice job. Even walk even here, Miss Brenda, your feet a little bit towards your buttocks, just a little bit. Perfect job. Keep curling up through the heart, everyone. Keep lifting up through your chest. Lift your chin up and head up. Good. One more big breath as you open up through the heart. Kathleen, take your knees a little closer towards each other. Lift your toes up away from the earth. And even make the whole heart that strong. And slowly come all the way back down to the floor. All right, guys. Go ahead and rest here. Okay. Isn't that exciting? Resting is fun. Resting is fun. We just have, how many more backbends should we do today? What do you think, Adam? How many more? Three more. Okay, good. <laughs> so, Ms. Brenda, I know, she's like, what? Um, Brenda, you get a chance to put this block right in between your thighs today, okay? So that, actually working with a block in between your thighs might start to help you soften the groins down to the floor a little bit more. So you become a lot more conscious of, of that in between your thighs. It takes it out on your lower back a little bit and begins to open the psoas a little more. So bend your legs once again. Press the feet down towards the floor. Bend your arms at the elbows, everyone. Just like, like exactly like the bat last pose that we just did. Press the triceps down to the earth. Take your shoulders back. Curl the bottom tips of your shoulder blades in. Pause. Now keep that. Start to lift your hips up. So even here, yeah, for those of you who have a block in between your legs, think of the block moving down towards the ground and the outer hips lifting up. Now place your hands right alongside your ears, everyone. For those of you who are going a little deeper into Urdhva Dhanurasana, not a necessity. Spread your fingers, everyone, from the inner elbows. Draw into your heart more, so curl your chest. Press down through the feet, come to the top of the head. Good, from the top of the head, walk your hands back towards your feet a little bit and widen your hands out, away from each other. Turn the fingertips out. Draw into your heart to curl your chest up. Oh, oh, somebody dropped the block. One more breath. And slowly come all the way back down to the floor. Holy shamoli. Oh, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 especially when you start to move into Urdva. Think about this. Instead of thinking, I want to push through and do this, start thinking more. you got to get the, the thighs down. Yeah, because yeah, if it, they, these guys open up like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just do that, and that's really good. Exactly, totally. All right, Adam said two more. <laughs> so bend your legs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Good. I know. You can do just bridge again, or you can place your hands right alongside your ears, everyone. Place your hands right alongside your ears. Now from there, spread your fingers a lot. Bring your feet a little closer towards your hips. Press down through the hips. Lift your. Uh, press down through the feet to lift your hips up. Beautiful. Now claw the finger pads. Press the hands down. Come to the top of the head. Beautiful. From the top of the head, walk your hands back towards your feet a little bit. Widen your hands apart a little bit. From the inner elbows, draw straight into your chest more. Curl more into the upper back. Now press your arms straighter. Claw the finger pads as you push up. 
One more big breath, please, as you curl up towards the sky. Scoop that tailbone down. Oh, my God. Slowly come back down. Good job. Just one more. Phew. Hmm. Breathing. Dude, I just got the cutest little um, pedicure today. What? You notice that? They're awesome, dude. Do I really? <laughs> I should be a foot model. They're too screwed up for me to be a foot model. What is this? A tool discussion? What's going on, Trish? They just don't want to do the last backbend. Do you think that's what's going on? Yeah, I know. But we only have one more to go. So let's go. Let's charge it up. So especially from here, charge your breath. Bend your legs, soles of the feet down to the floor. So even here, you get meticulous about the way that you place those feet. Make sure that they're parallel down towards the earth. Bend your arms at the elbows so that the elbows are down to the floor here to move into bridge. Or place your hands right alongside your ears. Go ahead and take another one. All on your own here, everyone. Stay up for five breaths. So even from there, the bottom tips of your shoulder blades draw in. You can even bend your elbows out to the sides. And even the hands here, see how they're turning in? You need to take those guys out so that we can get the shoulders like that. And that will take it out of your wrists. That much, see that? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Beautiful job. Oh, my God. So even when you place your hands, even doing it like that, place your hands because when we turn it in like this, the head of the arm bone immediately comes out. Mm-hmm. But if you turn the fingertips out, you can even just feel it. It's a little harder at first. Mm-hmm. Or you can even try what Trish. Trish does like to do it like she's been working on her shoulders a lot too. And she does it with the blocks. Two blocks. Two blocks so that it does the same thing that that does. It just gives you a little more stability and a little more height sometimes. Mm-hmm. How'd it go, everybody? That was the most exciting pose ever. I know it was. Woo! Are we? Are we? That was awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> are we on? Are we on? That was awesome, everyone. I know. Woo! Go ahead and lay on. T- <laughs> Turn to your right. <laughs> and let's come to sit, everyone. Let's just take a comfortable cross-legged position, sukhasana. So. You're going to cross more. Uh, it's as if, like, pretend like you're sitting down on the ground, like Indian style, right? Sitting, getting ready to watch TV or to have a campfire or whatever. But now you make it a little not so comfortable by bringing your shins a little closer towards each other so that your ankles are right below the knees as opposed to how we usually sit, how they kind of hang out a little bit more. Bring them a little bit closer. So that actually brings the pelvis and it draws it in a little bit, a little less comfortable, not a little awkward maybe. Take the groins in, back, and apart. You can even manually inner spiral the legs as you turn the skin of your inner thighs in, back, and apart, and widen the groins apart. Bring your hands right to the tops of your thighs. Now flex your feet. Press the pinky sides of the foot down to the earth and draw energy all the way up and towards your hips. So that even there just starts to root you down and settles. And at the same time, you can actually feel your belly button rising up. Keep lifting up through your chest. And now take your right hand across the body, left hand behind. Lift up through the heart and then slowly twist, everyone. 
So part of learning about the efficiency of these poses is becoming very specific about the foundation, just like we started. So in this twist, root both of the groins down to the earth. The right one wants to come with you. So even breathe deeper into the right lung. Inhale, lift up. And as you exhale from the right back of your waist, twist a little more. Take both your shoulders back. Lift your chin up, your head up. That's it. So you embody every aspect of the pose to find more stability and more beauty. One more breath as you lift up to the sky. And with your next inhale, come back to center. Come back to center. Go ahead and cross your legs in the opposite direction. So even making it more kind of sort of awkward. I know, it's like, how do you even cross the leg? What the? Good. Flex the, even the pinky sides of the foot down. Inner spiral your legs once again. So even there, the base gets wider. Lift up, place your hands right to the tops of your thighs, and even press your knees slightly back up into your hands. That tones the pelvis and it draws the energy up. Keeping that tone, now slowly twist towards the maroon wall. So you reach your left hand across, right hand behind you. Good. From the right fingertips, everyone. The lower back draws in and up as it lifts up towards the sky. The shoulders move back, your chin lifts up, sides of the neck even here move back. And turn to your breath. With every inhalation, you grow taller. With every exhalation, you find more space as you turn, especially from the left back of your waist, turning deeper, finding more breath, finding more room. Inhale, please. Come back to center, everyone. Come back to center. Let's move into Baddha Konasana, please. So now both of your feet, the soles of the feet, are going to be together as if you're doing a prayer position with your toes and your feet, the soles of your feet. Butterfly position, otherwise known as that. Press your feet in towards the middle. Now even there, even just coming here, like the groins tend to pop forward, and it's really hard to like sit up. So what we're going to try to do together is use your hands behind you, place them back, and I want you to lift your hips up with your arms. So lift your, push your hands down and lift your hips up. And then thrust the pelvis forward like you're a swing coming towards the front. And now arch the back like you're a swing moving back. And even bow forward with the chest, widen the groins, and now come down to the floor. So that just widens the groins a little more. Now actively do it again. Take your hands to your upper inner thighs, opposite hand to the outer hip, and roll the femur bones in, back, and apart. So you widen the groins apart. Hands to the ankles. Spread your toes. Lift your chest up. Press your feet towards each other and bow forward. So even here, when you start to bow forward, the inner feet, the inner ankle, even the inner foot can widen. So you open your feet up like a book when you bow forward. Good. But press. Continue to keep pressing the pinky sides of the foot down to the floor. Reach your chest forward and extend the heart. The fascination with the toes begins. <laughs> I have to give you an adjustment because they're so fun, aren't I? Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, just like that. That's it. Spread your toes. Rise up, everyone. Go ahead and lay on your backs. 
<sighs> How many more backbends now, Adam? I'm just <laughs> just kidding. You guys are done. You guys are done. So let's do a nice, beautiful twist. Not scary. <laughs> Take your arms out to the sides, everyone. Turn the palms of your hands up. Roll your shoulders back. Knees in towards your chest. As you exhale, drop your legs over to your right. Good. So when the legs drop to the right, the left shoulder tends to want to come up away from the ground, come up away from the floor. So what you just do is you begin to encourage the left shoulder to root down to the earth. You can even back your knees off the ground a little bit. Roll the left bottom tip of the shoulder blade in more. And then get heavier through the right leg, through the left leg, and descend deeper towards the ground. Allow yourself to breathe deeper. Please inhale and come all the way back up. Let's go ahead and switch sides. Drop the leg to the opposite direction. Same here. The legs become heavy, but the right shoulder draws back. The bottom tip of the right shoulder draws in. And the legs get heavier towards the floor. Inhale and come all the way back up. And slowly from here, begin to extend your legs out one at a time. You guys are going to have to be separated before this last pose. <laughs> Stretch your legs straight. Straight legs. Turn the palms of your hands up. Roll your shoulders back. So take a moment here with the same efficiency that you practice today to set your foundation, this last foundation, as clearly and precisely as you can. Possibly even widening your legs, maybe a little bit wider apart. Maybe even taking your arms a little bit out to the sides more so that they're about a foot or so away from your torso. So that even that minimal effort creates more of a, a sweet surrender.
Please deepen your breath. Slowly allow the back of the waist to expand and the back of your heart to really widen and to become more spacious. Keeping that, then slowly begin to encourage movement in your body, fingertips, toes, arms up overhead, whatever kind of movement makes you feel yummy and open. Keep that as you bend a knee towards your chest and roll to your right. As simply and clearly, really just with the least amount of your effort, for the greatest result, use your arms as you sit up. Let yourself sit up tall and keep your eyes closed. And from here, think about under the circumstances of today. What was the most resourceful thing that you did in class? How were you able to stay 100% in just enough for you? And notice how that becomes so efficient as we really see the results. Did it work for you or did it not work? And if it did, how well did it work? And as we guide ourselves to become ever more clear, more precise, and deeply simple, we can then inspire each other to step deeper into each other's hearts. Bring your hands to your heart center, please, into Anjali Mudra, into a prayer position right at your heart. And let's chant Om together once. Take a deep inhale. To your sweet heart, bow. Thank you, everybody, so very much. Namaste.